All right, so let's get going here. We are on the top of Chaf Vav Amar Beis, um, the way top of the page. So we were, um, so we were having the conversation about the question about these four brothers, two of them married to two sisters, and um, the fact that neither brother is allowed to marry either of them. Um, and that seemed to imply yesh zika, right? It seemed to imply that there was an automatic connection just by the fact that they have a zika yibum. And, and it, as we know, it has implications for their relatives. So if you have two sisters and they each have a zika, so then you're going to be pagaba achos kukasos and no one can, can do yibum or, you know, with either of these women because you're going to end up, um, you know, uh, uh, impacting each one's going to be, you know, your, your sister, your, the, the, the sister of your Zika. Um, the Gemara has rejected that and said, no, it's not true, really ain't Zika. Because if one of the brothers would do Yibam, and then before the second brother does Yibam, the second brother would die. So then, uh, so then um, it would turn out you're Mivalta Mitzvah for the for the second wife, right? She, was, she would have nothing to do. Um, and she would be left, you know, without a possibility for Yibam. Which again would lead us to a situation of where we revat the possibility from of the mitzvah of of forget, uh, of, of doing yibum or chalitza. So Gemara said, fine. So then, what about then? It could just be a case of three brothers total. And the answer was, yeah, you're right. It could be three brothers total. So why not five brothers total? Because we were concerned. We're concerned about one brother dying. We're not concerned about two brothers dying. That's basically where we, where we ended the top of the Gemara, top of the page, where we said the misa the trail of Fine. So the Gemara now continues as follows. Amar Rava, and it's going to introduce sort of a new concept that we haven't really um, seen within the mitzvah of Chalitza, um, but we'll learn it right now. So the Gemara says, Amar Rava, Amar Rava, Amar Rava, Amar Rav, Shalosh Achayos, Yevamo, Shenaf Lufnei, Shnei Achin, Yevamin. So just to give us the case, um, the case is as follows. You have this case, okay? You have... Um, three sisters, right, who are all married to three brothers, and there are two uh, other brothers left, you know, and those three men all die, and you're left with the three brothers, uh, the, the two other brothers who were not married to them are left alive. Very similar to our case of the four brothers, you know, and the two were married to two sisters. So this is three married to three sisters, and again, you have two on the outside here. Um, so, so what happens here? So in such a case... Um, so what do you do? So in this situation, you have one of them, um, you know, one of the, Reuven does Chalitza with Rachel, Shimon does Chalitza with Rivka, and then the uh, middle, right, Leah will have her, uh, you know, will, will have, let me try have my case here. We'll do Yibam with the third. And we're, we're going to have to explain what the case is here. Um, so that, that's the assumption of what the case is right now. Um, so the Gemara says as follows. So Amalei, um, so Amalei Rabba midika amris emtsayis tricha chalitza mishnehem kasavris yesh zika v'hav yelah chalitza psula v'chalitza psula tzarech lachzer akolachin. So says Rabba, wait a second. According to this scenario, again, we only have two brothers available Right. For these three women, one does chalitza, one does chalitza, and then the third woman needs, uh, needs chalitza also from both of them. Right? So what's, what's happening in such a case? And this is where we need to take a step back for a second and understand 
the chart here actually is actually kind of helpful. If you take a look over here, um, take a look right here where it's the, the box 14. You see this over here? It actually it just describes it very nicely. The Gemara proceeds, and we're going to see it in Rashi, but just to see it here for a second. The Gemara proceeds to introduce a new concept. As opposed to chalitza ma'alya, regular or strong chalitza, in a standard case of yibum, where yibum is possible, but the yavim rather chose, chooses a chalitza, chalitza psula is a weak chalitza. It's when yibum is not possible due to an isra, yet chalitza is required. So the, the, the point is like this. You have something called, and the Rashi is going to show us now also, chalitza ma'alya is any type of normal chalitza, meaning you have one woman who falls to three brothers. Right? And they, all of them has a possibility of doing chalitza. What happens when chalitza is done with, with one, one brother does chalitza? It's done. Everything's finished, right? The, the Ruvi does chalitza with Rachel, and we're finished. Everything's done. You know, she goes on her way, and all three brothers can go on their way. There's, they have no connection to her anymore. Everyone can go home. But in a scenario where the, the connection that they have is actually less strong, in the sense that you know, the brothers are not allowed to marry her because of an Isra Erva, an Isra Mitzvah, or other reasons. Not because, again, not a, uh, sorry, I shouldn't say Erva. Isra Mitzvah, Isra Kedusha. Not an issue that is an Erva, because an Erva, as we know, makes there be no connection at all. But a scenario where they can't get married, but nevertheless, there isn't a, um, uh, so they have to do Chalitza, but, um, but they're not allowed to do Yibam. So in, the, in those scenarios, and we're, one of them is this, this case we're talking about right now, in those scenarios, the chalitza that's done has to happen, but it's a chalitza psula. So psula usually means it's, it's no good at all. Here we don't mean that it's no good at all. We mean is it's very weak. And since it's very weak, the chalitza that one man does with this woman isn't enough to free her or free her, you know, or free the co-wives, etc. Meaning it's not that you take, oh, chalitza's done and boom, everything's, everything is, you know, gone. Right? If you have three brothers in that scenario, each brother is going to have to do a chalitza. Why? Because each one has to take care of their own you know, uh, connection to her. Because a chalitza ma'alya, real, a real deal chalitza, that kind of explodes, that destroys the, the connection. When one person does a chalitza, it's over for everybody, everybody involved. But for chalitza psula, so it's already a weaker connection, but it's also a weaker chalitza. And therefore, each individual has to do their own chalitza. Look at Rashi now for a second. Now that we've said that, maybe make, it, make things make a little more sense. So... So, or, or actually go now to our, our, our case for a second. Right, what was our case here? Right, you have the, the five brothers, right? So it's not that different from the case of the four, the, 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 sorry, of the four brothers with two married to two women and two were left on each side. Where in that scenario, why did we say that they can't do uh, chalitza? They can't do, sorry, I'm a little over the place. Let me take you back to this case. The case of the four, the four brothers with the, married to the two wives, right? In this case over here, right? Reuven, Shimon, Levi, Yehuda. Levi and Yehuda married to Rachel and Leah, and they both die, Levi and Yehuda, right? So Reuven does chalitza, and Shimon does chalitza. Why is that? Why do we make each one do chalitza and they can't do yibum? So either we're concerned with us, us, right? If Reuven goes first, and then Shimon dies, yikes, now Leah won't be able to do yibum. Right? But again, it's some like ancillary reason why Reuven can't do chalitza. Or if you hold yesh zika, Right, which, was, which was their first approach, if you hold your zika, the reason why Reuven can't do uh, Chalitza with Rachel and uh, Yibam with Rachel or Shimon with, Le- with Leah is because what's going to be happening is Reuven is going, when he, when he marries Rachel, he's now marrying Achos Kukasa. Right? He's marrying the sister of his zika because the zika, he already has a relationship sort of, right? Halakhically with Leah. So in that scenario, what do we say? The rule is Reuven does Chalitza and Shimon does Chalitza. Why? To make sure that um, they each have to take care of their own, 
their own Zika in that case. So look, look, look down over here. So over here, in the, in the newer case, right, what happens? Is that any less Pesula than what we were just talking about? Is it any less Pesula? No, it is. That, that is a case of Chalitza Pesula. That's exactly what it is. Exactly. So, so what Rav is doing here, he's bringing up another case that's very similar, because this case is almost the same, right? And but look what, so the, so the, the point of attack here by Rabbah is going to be exactly this point. Because what did we say? We said you had five brothers, three married to three sisters, and all three brothers died. What did we say? Reuven does chalitza with Rachel, Shimon does chalitza with Rivka, and then what happens? They both have to do chalitza with Leah. Okay? So the Gemara is now going to attack from that approach. And it says, well, what, what you basically told me is that for one sister, you need both of them to do chalitza. Right? Why are you telling me that both of them have to do chalitza for her? It's because it is a chalitza psula. Because the chalitza is not a real good chalitza. So each one needs to, do, needs to do chalitza. If that's true by the middle sister, what should also be true? True by all three. It should be true by all three. Exactly. And that's what Rabbi's attack is going to be. Okay? So take a look now in Rashi. So we're, we're actually looking at the Gemara for one second. Now read the Gemara again after we explain that, right? Um, so Rabbi can buy a rune example. One, two, three, four... Five lines down. So if you're telling me, right, that at least one of these women needs chalitza from both, that means you hold yesh zika, right? Because again, each one is nervous about the connection to the other woman. And that means the chalitzas are not full-fledged chalitzas. They're what's called chalitza psula. V'chalitza psula tzarech lachzar alkola achim. If that's true, then everybody has to have in on each one of these chalitzas. If that's what's going on here. Look at Rashi. Look at Rashi. Midika Amis Tricha Chalitza, etc. Kloma, Midika Amis Tricha Chalitza Mishnehem. Kasavris Alima Mitzvah Zika Yevamin, Lemirmi Artarvayer. What you're telling me is that the Zika, right, of each woman is strong enough to fall on each of these men. Vahach Chalitza Akorcha Chalitza Psulahi. And therefore, this chalitza must be a chalitza psula. Klomar gerua means not, it's weak. Right, he can't marry each, any one of them because she is the sister of his chalitza. Therefore, it's not a real chalitza. Or it's not a strong one. This is the point, right? The chalitza of one usually removes the connection to all brothers. But here, we're not saying that. We're saying that the chalitza of one does not remove the connection to all brothers. Why is that? That's only going to be true if you hold yesh zika. If you hold yesh zika, that means all the brothers have a connection, right? And each one is nervous. Each one can't do yibam. Why? Because he's going to end up marrying achos kukaso, achos chalitzaso, etc. And so we require everyone to do, to do, uh, to do chalitza. The, the, the funny thing is, once that happens, you think that's like a stronger, like a, almost a stronger connection. But the point is that in this case, since you're requiring everyone to do their own chalitza, you see their chalitza on their own are not, are not that powerful. In which case, um, well, it's not that powerful. In which case, you need each one to do their own. Fine. So that's, that's his kasha. The kasha of Rabbi is, if you're requiring, let's just read, the, read that, that case. This case of one, two, three women here. One does chalitza, one does chalitza, and then the two have to do chalitza on this one. That mu- th- th- wait a second. That means you're talking about yesh zika. In which case, it's got to be everyone's got to do chalitza on all three. That should be that should, the, the whole the whole case doesn't make sense, says Rab. Yeah, sort of, or maybe not. 
let's keep going and see if it makes a little more sense as we move along. Okay? Um, okay. So, um, and Ihachi, Kamay Senami, right? And, the, and basically the answer is, yeah, if that's true, then originally also, right, um, Rash says, Kamay Senami, Rishonos, Nami, Libayu Chalitza, Mishneyem, the Chalitza, Nami, Lav, Ayasehi, the Ibayu Yivume, Lomati, Lomati, Hove, Yesh, Zika. Again, each one's not allowed to do Yibam, again, because they have a connection to everybody. So that means that the first person should also have to do two, should have to, the first woman should require two chalitzas. Um, um, and e dinafo bebas achas hachanami. And again, if they would all die at the same time, then again, that would be, that would be the case here. That would be what would happen. Look at Rashi, bebas achas, klomar imbo lachlotz kaachas. Sorry, if they come to do chalitza all at the same time. Um, so Gemara is setting up the answer here. Meaning, you're right. If they would, if, if they would all have um, fallen to a case of chalitza and all at the same time, when Levi, Yehuda, and Yisachar all died at the same moment, so then you're right, that's what's going to be happening here. So the Gemara answers, Lo tzricha denaf abazu acharzu. So what actually happened here? The case is, that all three women didn't become, uh, have their zikas, didn't all start all at the same time. Okay? And if they didn't all start at the same time, so what happens? So then, e- even if you hold yesh zika, you don't have to have every single person do a, you know, Reuven and Shimon do a chalitza on each and every one of the women. So the Gemara will explain. Naf lachada chalitz la Reuven. Right? So what happened? The first one dies, Levi dies, and boom, Reuven jumps in and he does Chalitza. Here's the Bezura Chazu. Here's the case, right? So, Levi passes away. Reuven comes and he does Chalitza with Racha, right? Nafla Idach, Chalas La Shimon. Okay? Next woman, next, next man dies. And what happens? Shimon goes ahead and he does Yibam with her. does Chalitza with her. Nafla Idach, Chalas La. So then once, Leia, once Yehuda passed away and Leah falls to Chalitza, what's going to happen? Right? Hi, Mifka Zikaso. Sorry, Chalasla Chai, Mifka Zikaso, Chalasla Chai, Mifka Zikaso. Right? So, what's going to happen? So then, Ruvain and Shimon both have to do Chalitz in that scenario. But meaning, if we're able to go one after the other, then it's not as big a deal. Make sure I'm getting this correct here. Yeah, good. I'm understanding this right. Yeah. So if you sorry, this 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 chart makes it a little bit clearer. But the point is that it's it's that as each one passes away, the case that of of our that that was brought up here is that each man passes away separate from the other. So when the first man passes away, right? When when Levi dies, right, what happens? Reuven does chalitza. Right? He, he could have done Yibam at that stage. Right? He could have if he wanted to. But he, he does Chalitza. But that Chalitza is a very good Chalitza, right? What happens now? Russell Rachel's had her Chalitza. When she has her Chalitza, what happens? She's freed. Right? And then Yehuda dies. And what happens? So Shimon does Chalitza. And that Chalitza again is a full fledged Chalitza. When that happens, again, uh, oh, sorry, the reason, though, the reason why. Well, let's 
take one thing at a time. When Shimon does Chalitza, that's fine also. Again, because there's only one, there's one woman with one Zika. So he does Chalitza and everything's fine. The problem is the third case. Right? Once, um, once the third one, once Yisachar dies, what happens? So now Shimon and Reuven have each done right, a good Chalitza with, this, with, with her. You've done a Chalitza with Rachel and one with Leah, right? And so why can't they just do one Chalitza with Rivka at that point? Exactly, because she's well, she or she's a sister of their chalutza. She's achos chalutzaso. That's why. So she she now instead of being a regular case of yibamur chalutza, which would have a chalutza ma'alia, she is a achos chalutzaso. Right? If that's true, now this is where the chalutza psula kind of comes into play, and that's why each one of them has to do. Does that make sense? Yeah. So that's why if you understand it in the stages. So then I get it. That's why Rachel and Leah are treated one way and Rivka is treated a different way. Yes? Okay, fine. So if it's Bizuah Harzu like this, that's how this is going to work. Okay. Um, good. So that meaning, meaning the case is Taka, Yesh, a case of, even if, you, even if you assume Yesh Zika, this is still going to work in this direction. Fine. So Samar said, Bahama Rav, Ein Zika. But wait a second, Taha Rav holds Ein Zika. So my answer is, no, no problem. Rav, Rav, Rav's having this conversation for those who hold the Zika. But you're right, for him, he actually taka, doesn't hold the Zika. But, but the bottom line is that he, um, he, uh, he's answering this for that case. Fine. So, so at this point, um, yeah. Fine. So that, 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 that's, that's the understanding of this, this extra case. Again, this extra case is really there uh, as just kind of the next step of the four with the two, we did the five with the three, but it's sort of a, just an extension of the same case, um, trying to kind of drive home this point about the Yeshika and Zika, and it brings into, into play this question of, of Chalitza, of Chalitza Psula. Um, let's see if we can, we have a, you know, a couple minutes, let's see if we can just finish up this, uh, finish up the daf here, and we'll go on to the other page for a second, to make sure I get it correctly here, so let's see. Uh, Shmuel Amar, so Shmuel holds, Echad Chalitz Lekulam, in this case, Shmuel holds actually what should happen, that one person, right, one brother, should do chalitza with all of them. He does one chalitza with all of them. Um, yeah, that instead of having, you know, Ruven does with one, Shimon with the other, etc., just have one brother do all of the chalitzas. Fine. Let's take a look. Shamina le Shmuel de Amar, chalitza ma'alya ba'ina. Right, so we see that, that Shmuel holds in general that you need a real, a real strong chalitza, right? Maybe talk, it's supposed to chalitza psula. The Amar Shmuel, chalitz la'achayos lo niftiru tzaros. Because Shmuel holds that if you did a chalitza for the sisters, their, their tzaros are not, are not pater, right? Their co-wives are not, are, are not left out. Um, I look at Rashi, Chavzan HaMalaf, Right, two sisters, again, who fell from two brothers. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking that we're already towards the end of the, end of the day here. Let's, we're going to pick up this case next time to make sure we get it. We have it when we can do it clear because it's a, a little more common, a little more involved. So um, we'll, we'll stop here and we'll... Uh, and we'll be finished up basically Chavav, uh, Chavav 
and next week we'll uh, we'll pick up with this case.